This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 54 of the Wisdom by Lisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Gala. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. We usually interview retailers, sales representatives, or manufacturers, but today we'll talk to someone that's also a part of WISA, but in a different way. Sophia is here to tell us more. Yes, so today's guest is a WESA Wrangler, and we've only had one other WESA Wrangler on our show before, and that was Whitney Benton, so today is another special episode. Well, why don't you tell us exactly what a WESA Wrangler is? So the WESA Wranglers are WESA bloggers and influencers, and they come to the show, but they don't get to buy anything at the show, but are qualified to capture everything that's happening and share it with the followers, and most often that's retailers or brands. So how would one become a WESA Wrangler? How, how do they get started? So if you are a blogger or influencer in the Western English industry, and if we have not reached out to you, always feel free to reach out to us. I know Instagram is probably the best way to do so. You can find us again at S at Wessa Trade Show. Just reach out and let us know that you're interested and then we'll move along to verify your credentials. And if you have qualified already, you have actually received an email from me just a few weeks ago just to set up for the show, and then we'll check the credentials again and then mail your badges so it's all ready for pickup. I have a question. How many WISA Wranglers are there? We have about 50, and not all of them come to every show. And so far, we have about... 10 that have signed up. And one of the great benefits of being a Wessa Wrangler also is that they get to be in a VIP box at the fashion show at the opening night of the Wessa Toy Show. As a young woman, just a few years out of college, Sierra Ray Lewis has accomplished a lot in the Western fashion and Western social media world. She developed a love of Western fashion while still in college and began to pursue that career and become a WESA Wrangler shortly thereafter. About the same time, she began managing social media for several professional rodeo contestants, including her father, Brent Lewis, who's a calf roper. Through that effort, she is now helping to launch an online Western site to help brands and consumers find each other. Sierra, thank you so much for joining us on the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Thank you for having me. This is my first podcast ever, so I'm so excited. Well, and we're glad to have you. For our listeners' sake, I had a great conversation with Sierra a day or so ago. This is a young lady who has accomplished a lot uh, in just a few short years. Sierra, let's go back to college where you first Mm -hmm. became, or at least became actively involved and interested in fashion, also a little social media here and there, and will kind of carry us up to all the things you're involved with in the current day. 
Okay, so my freshman year of college, I was asked to model um, in a photo shoot for the NFR that went to a jewelry booth and a good friend. Well, it was all good friends that were in the photo shoot. And one of them, her name is Bobby Jean Olson, and she actually has a show on the Cowboy Channel, the Western Trading Post. She always, I mean, even in high school, she was like, I just see great things for you. And I was always kind of like, okay, like, well, thank you, but I don't know. And I didn't really believe her. And she set me up with my first magazine. I wrote for the American Woman Shooter. They were looking for a fashion writer. And she set me up with that right after that photo shoot. And everyone saw that photo shoot. And it kind of just like went wild. Um, There's a few really well-known pictures of me that were part of that. And from there on, I just started, people found my Instagram. I took a lot of outfit pictures. It wasn't on purpose. I was not influencing. I didn't even, there was no influencer or blogger even said about it. I was just posting on Instagram. And from there, I became a bleacher babe with the bleacher babe squad. And it just exploded. And before I knew it, I was a Lisa Wrangler. Now tell me, are you, and were you, or are you, equally interested in the journalism side and the writing and the media side uh, or in the deeply involved in the fashion side? I, in high school, I really, the only colleges I had talked to at the time, I I didn't know what I was going to do. So for any high schooler out there listening, if you don't know what you're going to do, that's perfectly okay. Because the only college I talked to was the Fashion Institute um, in California. And so fashion was like my thing. But I was also a pretty good writer. My mom always encouraged me to write. So, I mean, I was pretty interested in both, honestly. And when I went into junior college, I was a journalism major. And luckily, the Bleacher Babe asked me to write a guest blog. I'd never blogged in my life. And, like, the two things that I love and that I feel like I'm pretty good at came together. Well, it was a good thing that it did. And then you began adding more social media savvy to your repertoire, both in, okay. uh, for yourself and you've now got two other things going, both uh, in the social media area. One is being a social media representative for some athletes uh, in the sport of rodeo. And the other is tapping the power of the internet for a new way for brands and consumers to get together. And let's not forget, you are still tied in with WISA as a WISA Wrangler. Yes. I started my own um, social media management business because I learned how to manage myself as this blogger and what soon turned into influencer. And everyone was just kind of like, well, we don't know how to do social media. So I started that. That launched last summer. And I take care of Team Heston, which is the athletes that you're talking about. And I helped a few Cowboys last year during the NFR. I did Tough Cooper's autograph signing graphics just instead of, you know, paper flyers these days, we put them on Instagram and Facebook. So I've just dipped my toe into kind of like the all around, I guess, in rodeo talk, the all around media career. And let's talk a bit about uh, the WESA Wranglers. 
We've been talking with Sophia about their role. Talk a bit about how someone like Awisa Wrangler and someone who has your social media and influencer background, how how do you have an impact or what time of an impact do you want to have in, on brands and for consumers and retailers? I think that the Wisa Wrangler program has really brought Western fashion into the 21st century, let's say, because if you watch Fashion Week, I call myself a fashion nerd because I've watched the Fashion Week online. They stream it live from Italy, Paris. I mean, big, huge couture brands. I've watched it since forever. So if you watch those, you know, there's people in the front row and those are the big people. They are the people who work at Vogue. They are the people who work for other brands and they're constantly giving like a, an up an, a live update of what's going on. And we didn't really have that in the Western fashion world. And now we do. So I think it's just bringing more public awareness of what's going to be out. I know that now when we see a shirt at market and we post it, it people really jump on that. And the Charlie one horse hat, I've gotten to work with them a lot. Casey Myers, Briggs Myers now, is a great friend. And seeing her stock room of what she's going to release in the coming seasons, it's just, it's really advanced and and cool. And girls get excited about it. And we get to show that off. And they know it's coming. And before, you might just waltz in on it in the Western store. And it may be, like, outdated and a year old because you never really knew it was around. Okay, well, now this this will not surprise you, but Casey has more in tune with fashion than I am. And so I want her to jump. I have a couple of things I'd like to ask, but I want Casey to jump in here because she is a fashion auto and I'm not. Which is not a bad thing on either side. Thank you. We can certainly keep talking about fashion. There's no doubt about that. So... I just want to go back and and talk about, you know, you've been part of the rodeo world since you were born. Your dad is a multi-time Wrangler National Finals Rodeo qualifier. And so this is nothing new to you. And and one thing I wanted to talk about is fashion in rodeo is is nothing new. I mean, you can go, you know, far back, and I'm sure your mom can even talk about this <laughs> years before you were born. But, you know, I feel like the ladies always really came with their best wardrobes. But now it's different. Now there's gals that have made it into a business like you. And we have so many more platforms to to share this niche with everybody. But I just want to get your perspective on that. So to me, what has happened in Western fashion, it's given me, honestly, my own spot in the Western industry and in the rodeo world in particular. because. I will be completely honest with you. I've written this in a million blogs. I always said, when I grew up, I am done. Like, that's what dad did. I grew up in it. I appreciate it. I wouldn't change it. But I am not going to be in rodeo. I am not going to be, I'm going to go off and do something completely different. And here I am. So honestly, it's given me a spot of of my own. Because like you said, they didn't have that. No one really cared what they cared in real life, what mom and the rest yeah, of their wives were wearing, sure, sure. but they didn't, they didn't see it. It wasn't covered. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what they were right. buying, who they were buying it from, what booths they were shopping at. Yes. 
Yes, that's such a good point that it's given you a spot in this industry and multiple spots. Not Let's not narrow it down to one. You have multiple spots now. But talk a little bit about the importance of influencers for brands right now in the world we're living in. So in the world we're living in, there are no more paper advertisements. There's really no more commercials. Although I love to flip through a magazine, most girls my age don't really care. And the ones that are younger than me for sure don't care. So they are getting to follow me and or other influencers and bloggers because, of course, I follow my own favorites. They are getting to follow us. They really feel like they know us because we give them a play-by-play. And they do know us. They know a lot about me. Um, They know my style. They know where I shop. They know what I'm doing on the day-to-day. I've worked in now a little bit of what I do for work. I try to put a little bit of that in, but I'm posting daily outfit pictures, whether I'm really working in fashion that day or not. So (laughs) they're just coming to look for us for inspiration and they want to know what we're wearing. Yesterday, I bought a brand new Kroger vest I'm super excited about. Wasn't sent to me. It's just a personal buy of my own. And I like to share that. So I'm excited to, you know, get that post up and, someone else might like it. And I can tell them, you know, I like it because it dresses up, it dresses down. And they just, they kind of, it's more in depth than really just flipping through the pages of a fashion magazine. Right. How would you describe your style? My style, I like to say is mainstream with a Western touch. I like all Western jewelry. I, you know, I wear a lot of turquoise and I might wear it with like a name brand. I really like, I like to keep up with the mainstream trends, but definitely throw that Western twist on it. So let's let's maybe release some tips from you because we're in the few months leading up to the, the WESA market. We're in a few months away from uh, the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo in Texas. And it's all about the fashion for the women. We know this, but there's always new trends. Um, there's a lot of staples usually every year. Turquoise is usually a shoe in, but the different venue this year, you know, Las Vegas to um, Texas and a new venue for Wisa also in Texas. So um, maybe some trends that you foresee will be popular and maybe you can, I don't know, give some tips what they should be looking for and to be in trend. Yes, for sure. I do this every year for somebody or either my own blog. So I love this. I love style forecasting. Well, we're, I would like to say Texas is so excited that we say is coming up and we're also so excited that the NFR is coming for us. So I think that a big trend, and I actually talked about this on my Instagram a few weeks ago, gold jewelry has been in really in, in the mainstream And we've seen a few Western or let's say more boho Western brands go and kind of change their jewelry lines over from just straight silver, which is something we love in the Western world, sterling silver, to gold. And I actually have been mixing mine with my coral or my turquoise or even a little bit of my white buffalo films. It it looks pretty good. I've been really playing with that mix. Gold has been so big. I'm wearing some gold today with a little Navajo pearl choker. So I think that's fun. Of course, I talked about Charlie One Horse. She has really done some neutral. I I think it's going to be neutral. Um, 
that old cowboy look is really into me. Girls my age are buying lots of Rockies. I started my own little vintage brush popper collection, if you will. <laughs> I have four or five of them. I think those are fun to play with. I think I think it's a it's a very I don't know, like maybe even going back to that eighties, nineties, even farther back, seventies rodeo book. My childhood. We're going back to my childhood. Oh my gosh. Yes, I have to pull I my old clothes so out. <laughs> yes, you will. You will. <laughs> well, it sounds so fun and it's always exciting. And Mike, I'm you, make sure and get your gold jewelry out. It's time to break out the gold jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I do want to ask a question of, of you. Thinking about our listeners, uh, many of our listeners are retailers. I mean, the big there's the big mega brands, but we have a lot of retailers and they're in uh, Kansas or Nebraska or Iowa or whatever, one and two store operations. They've relied and gone to uh, the WESA market on a regular basis, but there's probably some of them who are trying to get a better handle on how there is a relationship or an influence, pardon the word, between what you do on a daily basis and what they do when they open the store every morning and try to sell some product. And there may be there may be some out there who are trying to figure out, A, exactly how does that relate to me, and B, how can I take better advantage of it? Does that question make sense? It does. So it's really just the relationship with your retailer and your influencer, correct? Yes, but the smaller, let's call them mom and pop, not the big brands and the chains, but, you know, the the great little family who has a family store in the middle of the country somewhere, maybe one or two outlets. They're doing a good business. They listen to this show. They're a member of WISA, and they're trying to draw the link. They're trying to connect the dots between what someone like you does and how it affects or should affect what they do every day. Well, I would say that your social media following has become one of your most important, if not, I would argue the most important just because I work in social media. But I, I truly feel that even every business aspect, everything that you could possibly go over and check over on your paperwork for your business, your social media is so important because that's just where these mom and pop shops, if you don't live in that town, that's where they're getting discovered. So for me, I, as an influencer, I professionally shoot, but I'm not one that has a professional shot picture every single day. I don't do photo shoots every single day. I don't have the time. And for some time, for me, it's not as important as just that shot of me at the roping the other night wearing this outfit. Honestly, I always tell people those pictures that I was like, we. I have to beg someone, please take an outfit picture of me. And they roll their eyes and they take it. Those pictures do better for me sometimes than that photo shoot picture that I got the photographer for, that I just did my makeup, dressed up on purpose, and did this beautiful shot. Sometimes those lifestyle shots are just better because, honestly, those mom-and-pop shops are selling to the girls that are living that lifestyle. They're not necessarily selling for this big styled shoot, they're not even thinking about a styled shoot probably at the moment. So for me, connecting the dots is just like, if you choose the influencer, and I don't think you should ever choose it off of who's more popular, who's working with the most people, you should choose it to the person that fits your brand the best and 
they are the representation that is going to bring their followers and awareness to you because they're, they're the girl next door that you want wearing your clothes or your boots or whatever it may be. Okay. Talk just a little bit about your new online marketing venture, because I think it's kind of neat. It doesn't really conflict with uh, what uh, what WISA does, but it seems to me as if it's kind of a unique entity you're launching. And let's chat just a few minutes about that. Okay. So, Vex Western, Casey Jones, professional sphere wrestler and owner of Pro Fantasy Rodeo and Rodeo Vegas which are two huge things that go on during the NFR. I have actually been his social media person for those two. And I've, of course, known him since forever. I couldn't even tell you. He used to get me tickets to go to, like, the Fall Out Boy concert at Cheyenne if we were there that year, and I wanted to see whatever poppy team people were playing. Um, so we've been friends with him forever. He brought me on as a fashion associate. And Vex is, for the consumer, it is an online Western trade show that we hope you will shop while you are sitting on your couch during the NFR. If you're not in Texas with us, if you're somewhere in snowy Montana and you're like, I really miss the trade shows and I would like to be able to shop at those booths still, we're going to give you a place to shop at those booths. There are booth hours, so there will be a live booth attendant. You can still talk to someone. One of my visions I told Casey was I would love for them to watch them even if they're at a hat place. They could watch someone shape their cowboy hat or their fashion hat, like through via FaceTime or Zoom. It'll be like a format, of course, like a webcam format, but also totally available on mobile. And we hope we're just kind of filling that void for not only the consumer, but for those shops that every year their NFR is their major moneymaker that they're still going to have a place to get to sell while it's fresh on people's minds. So this is a digital cowboy Christmas. It is like a trade show format, correct? Exactly. Okay, listen, I want to thank you for spending some time. It's always fun to talk to the young up-and-comers in our world, both in the retail world and in the Western world, because you bring a sense of freshness and energy uh, and excitement, and every industry needs the young people who will begin to take a leadership position and to begin to influence using that term, influence the direction that a business may go. And you're very articulate about how you explain your role generically as well as specifically. And I thank you for taking the time to join us on Wisdom by Wisa. Well, thank you so much for having me. I will see you guys in Dallas. I'm so, so excited for this year's market. <laughs> Good. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sierra. And everybody thank make you. sure and... Check out the computer cowgirl at sierrarayblog.com. Show notes and links from today's show can be found on the website wisdombywisa.com. And of course, we'd like to hear your feedback if you have any. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets. <laughs> <laughs>